I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Jesse Kelly Show, final hour of the Jesse Kelly Show on an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. And it has been it has been a good one. Even though, look, you know what we know what we do on Mondays, right? Monday's coming up in a couple days. You know we do Medal of Honor Mondays, and where we talk about real heroes. Heat index is over hundred degrees right now in Texas. Air conditioning is out in the building. And I'm still going here in the third hour. I think maybe it's time, Chris, I take my place alongside other heroes and just admit what I'm doing today is special, right? Not just anyone can do it. I'm practically dead of dehydration already, yet I go, I go on. You know why? You know why I go on, Chris? You know freedom is not free. Because freedom isn't free, Chris, all right? We are busy doing things on this show. We're changing people's lives. That's what we're doing. Hey, Jesse. I'm such a huge fan. When I say when I say something off color at home, I look at my wife and say, "What, Chris? <laughs> what is it? What is it about annoying dimes that is so much fun? Uh, do dimes realize? I mean, and listen, dimes, you're welcome to email in Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. And I really, I'm genuinely curious. You do understand. That you rolling your eyes at us or saying things like, OMG, that's the goal. 
when I'm around the wife, that's what I'm going for pretty much all the time. Or getting this, getting this thing. I always get this. <sighs> that's the best. Uh, hey, Dr. Jesse, I wanted to let you know you're not the only one who's buying a midlife crisis car. Actually, it's more like a Biden crisis car. In attempt to buy something with better fuel economy, the husband has been scouring the land for an affordable used car. Yeah, it is. By the way, pause real quick. It's like impossible to find a car now, new or used. We are in this really weird thing, and I'm not shopping for them, but you know my car just got broken into, so I had to take it down to the dealership. These dealerships don't have any cars to sell you. The, the lots where all the new cars, we got used to this life where all the new cars were stacked up like sardines and just, you know, whatever you want, whatever color that's just seas of cars. Now there's like four cars. It's crazy. And everyone's paying full boat. Everyone's paying full MSR, MSRP. Because, yeah, I know, Chris. It's crazy. Because why would they discount anything? They have the only car around. They have to make the full, but they have to make the whole month's rent on you. All right. Anyway, a Biden crisis car in an attempt to buy something with better fuel economy. The husband has been scouring the land for an affordable car, used car. We finally found it. This is what quote affordable is to us under the Biden administration, a 1999 Toyota Corolla with 205,000 miles on it, manual everything, tr transmission, windows, doors, trunks, you name it, it's manual, shelled out a whopping $800 for this beauty, try not to be jealous, it's old and needs help, I think I'll name it Brandon, <laughs> says I can use her name, her name is Sarah, okay Sarah, a couple things, one, it's a Toyota, Probably has at least another 100,000 miles in it. Probably has at least another 100,000 miles in it. Two, I'm a little bit jealous, and you know why? Manual transmission. These kids these days, you, don't, you can't find one to practice on, but I'm sure it was the same for you. When I was growing up, my parents made me learn on a stick shift, made me learn on a manual, and even when you have... The crappy cars, right? You know about all my crappy cars and all the dumpy cars I've had. I told you the other day about the 83 Honda Accord that would always break down on me, the one I called the Ghetto Bird. Even when it's a crappy car with no power, you feel like a race car driver when you're driving manual and you're shifting through there. Oh, man, I've gone to so many places in my mind as I was driving through there. Getaway driver, all kinds of things. It's the best. I would kill to have a manual right now. Gosh, it'd be sweet. Chris, you're one of these car nerds. Do they still... Make them at all. Only a couple. That's weird. And, and they're, exp they're more expensive? That's a good point. Who else wants one? If you want one, you want one. You want it on purpose so they would jack up the price. Dang it. It would be so much fun to get a, another manual again. I'd probably, look, I'd probably lost it all. I'd probably be the loser stalling the thing out out there. Jesse, I emailed a couple weeks ago about Elon possibly throwing his support to Heavy D, and it looks like it's happening. P.S. I've been watching Corinne Diversity hire and been getting a little excited. I thought I was the only one excited. Oh, oh, that's terrible. One, two. Uh, look, Elon Musk signaled his potential support for Ron DeSantis for president. Chris, do you have that Donald Trump uh, stuff I just sent you? 
Trump got up today. Uh, I think it was a Faith and Freedom Coalition, if I remember right. I don't know. I don't do research for the show. But he got up and spoke today, and he was going after Mitch McConnell, both barrels. You had to send him. He's the old broken-down crow, bad guy, bad politician. He wanted my endorsement. He was getting his ass kicked. The people of Kentucky like Donald Trump, and I like them. And I was leading by a lot, and he came to see me. He was losing by two to somebody named Amy McGrath, a good politician. She had $93 million ready to go. He's down by two, and he's going to go down all the way, and he comes over to see me, and he practically begs me for an endorsement. And would I do a television commercial for him? I didn't like him that much. But I helped him out, and I got him elected by more votes than he ever got before. And I totally got him elected. He would have lost. In retrospect, I wish I ran somebody in the primary against him, but I still would rather have him probably than a Democrat, barely. All right. Well, Trump went on there at the Faith and Freedom one after he was done trashing McConnell and whatnot. He went on. He kind of opened his speech, really, with the, hey, anyone in here want me to run for president? And, of course, the crowd goes ape, right? It's Donald Trump. He's the most popular Republican in the country. And I continue to say, I'll, I'll just say this again. You've heard me say it before. I'll say it again. I don't man worship anybody. Nobody. Not politicians. Nobody. And neither should you. Put down the freaking pom-poms, all right? No man worship, ever. What I want for the 2024 presidential nominee, what I want is them to all get in there and go have a big old bloody fight where you're calling each other names and you're accusing each other of terrible things and you're yelling at each other on the debate stage and you're explaining why everything sucks but you and I want the best fighter to emerge. That's what I want. People always ask me, hey, is Heavy D your guy? No, absolutely not. Is Donald Trump your guy? Nope. What about Ted Cruz? Your friends with Ted Cruz, is that your guy? Nope. My guy is the guy who's tough enough to get in the GOP primary and fight it out and win. That's the guy I'll be behind. You know why? Because winning a primary takes certain things. It takes certain disciplines. It takes things you're going to need to do to beat the Democrat machine in the general election. You have to figure out how to get on message and stay on message. You have to figure out how to properly attack your opponents. You have to figure out which fights you should and shouldn't have. And that's just the fluffy stuff you get to see on TV and I get to see on TV. Do you have any idea? Do you have any idea how many different campaign offices you need in order to run for president of the United States of America? You understand how many presidential elections come down to this precinct here or this precinct here going this way or that way. And that part of you winning a primary is you or getting organized in all the different places you need to be organized with the precinct captain here and get out the vote there and fundraising. I didn't even mention fundraising. You need a fundraising arm that is incredible because it costs a billion dollars now to run for president of the United States of America. Who, who do I want for president? I want the anti-communist who's best at all that. Now, what's going to happen? I don't know. Heavy D is currently playing his cards very close to the vest or chest. I don't know how you say that saying because everyone says it differently. Donald Trump sounds like a man who's about to run for president. Heavy D, every time he's asked, when I ask people who are very close to him, even for private answers... 
They're so message disciplined. All they'll say back to me is he's focused on the governor's race. I'll even try to do the, hey, it's just you and me talking here. What's he say about it? And I would tell you otherwise, you know, I would tell you otherwise And all I've ever gotten is he's focused on the governor's race. He's focused on the governor's race. So I don't know what he's thinking. I don't know what he might want. I don't know. I, I want them both to get in. I want everyone to get in and I want what you don't want. I want them to have a gigantic, ugly fight because out of that fight, we will get our best warrior to try to save this daggone country. I want to know who the best one is. Is it the old lion, Donald Trump? Is it the new young lion, Heavy D? Is it someone else? I don't know. And I have no way of knowing until y'all get in the ring and start punching each other. And whoever comes out, that's my guy. All right. More Ask Dr. Jesse next. Hang on. Is he smarter than everyone? Who knows? Does he think so? Yeah. The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Jesse, the hero Kelly for surviving the day with no air conditioning in the studio. Chris, look, it was only appropriate someone would give me that nickname. I just thought I would get out ahead of it and give it myself, and now it's stuck. I can already tell. What? Are they going to give me a purple heart? Actually, that's a good question. Can we look into that and see what we need to do to go ahead and give me one just for surviving the show today? (laughs) Well, um, headline. We'll get back to the questions in a second. Most CEOs see a recession coming. I don't know what they're worried about. Families have tons of savings. Families are carrying less debt nationwide. They have more savings nationwide. What, What do you mean a recession? And look, Janet Yellen says she wouldn't have done anything differently. I wouldn't do it differently. I um, was very supportive of the American Rescue Plan. I recognize that there are all kinds of risks that the United States faced when President Biden took office. And um, things can always uh, happen that you don't expect. The world's very uncertain. And... My assessment was that the biggest risk the United States faced is unemployment was very high. Well, now we're heading into a recession. And I just want to remind you again, I know I've played this a bunch of times before. I'm never going to stop paying it, playing it. I want you to I want to remember Joe Biden and the Democrats, they've been campaigning on raising your gas prices. They campaigned on it. They campaigned on it out in the open over and over and over and over and over again. They campaigned on what you're angry about. Would there be any place for fossil fuels, including coal and fracking, in the Biden administration? No, we would would work it out. We would make sure it's eliminated. No more drilling on federal lands. No more drilling, including offshore. No ability for the oil industry to continue to drill, period. I guarantee you. We're going to end fossil fuel. What about, say, stopping fracking and stopping yes. new pipeline infrastructure? Yes. And, and, exactly. and, and, no more, no new fracking. We are going to get rid of fossil fuels. I've argued against any more oil drilling or gas drilling on federal lands. No one's going to build a coal-fired plant again, and we're going to get rid of the ones we have now. Have a transition from the oil industry, yes. Would you be willing to sacrifice some of that growth? even knowing potentially that it could displace thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of blue-collar workers 
in the interest of transitioning to that greener economy? The answer is yes. All this was done on purpose. And they can do the whole blame the oil companies for not drilling more thing that they're doing over and over and over again. But remember, I don't care how many times you trot out this line, you campaigned on what's happening right now. We more here in the U.S., though. We, because we don't need to do that. What we need them to do is, with the oil that's out there, we need the, to, them to refine that oil so that, we, so that prices, so that the capacity so, uh, could go uh, up and then prices uh, 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 could go down. Columbia University can't finish a sentence. And remember, this wasn't just Joe Biden. All the way back to Obama, these people have felt very comfortable sitting down on camera and explaining they're trying to raise your prices. Under my plan uh, of a cap and trade system, electricity rates would necessarily skyrocket. They've been quite open about it. Look, to their credit, they've been quite open about it. And now that it's here, blaming, blaming Vladimir Putin or blaming anything else, the oil companies... Shouldn't work. So that crazy aunt of yours on Facebook who keeps telling you, oh, it's, it's nothing he can do. It's nothing he can do. It's Vladimir Putin. Play her that clip I just played you. iHeart, Google, Spotify, and iTunes is where you go get the podcast if you want to go rewind and do that. And remember, you can email the show, jesse at jessekellyshow.com, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Back to the emails. Hi, Hey, Jesse, do you ever cook your Jesse Kelly burger in an air fryer? No, because I don't prefer men. Jesse, could the FDA have approved these vaccines and other approved products because they're intentionally killing us off? Communists are anti-human, so it would not make so would it not make sense that is their end goal? All right, let's let's pause right there for a second. I do not believe for a moment that they did the whole the whole therapeutic, let's be honest about what they are, that they did that to try to kill us off. Not that I think not that I would put it past them. I don't think there's any genuine care for us. I believe this whole thing came down for a couple of different reasons and let's just be honest about it. Donald Trump was going to walk to re-election cuz the economy was so good. Presidents with good economies get re-elected. They just do. That's that's a fact. It was going to kill Democrats that Donald Trump uh, had a good economy. So they realized very quickly after coronavirus got here They could use it to destroy his economy. Now, that's one part of it. Another part of it is this. And I know this hurts. Operation Warp Speed. The one Trump still brags about to this day was a colossal disaster. Colossal disaster that ended up with, quite frankly, human rights violations. You realize we took a bunch of taxpayer money and we handed it to the pharmaceutical companies, and we told them, not only do we want you to bring us a vaccine, we want you to do it quickly, and uh, no, no, don't worry about all the testing. We'll just make sure you can't be sued. There, now give us something. We stroked a gigantic taxpayer check to the pharmaceutical companies to rush something to market that we're not allowed to sue them for, and now the vaccine companies, courtesy of Democrats, Republicans, and the American media, now they're making billions of dollars off of people willingly taking it and people being forced to take it. This whole thing was about money and getting Donald Trump out of office. And sadly, Donald Trump helped them do both. And he's out of office. The whole thing worked. Worked like a charm. 15 days to slow the spread. 
turned into two years of you're not essential. Go home, peasant. Take your vaccine. Take your second vaccine. Take your third vaccine. Oh, sorry about that stroke you had at 35. The whole thing was about money. Money and getting Trump out of office. And frankly, let's be honest, it worked like a charm. And let's be honest about something else. Americans didn't care about these lockdowns until gas prices got high. You did, but the country as a whole, they just let this whole thing go. All right, there's another part of this about the food processing plants. Hang on. Spray paint the vegetables, dog food stalls with the beefcake pantyhose. Kill the headlights. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Season 9 of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. It is 2024, and we're going to get through this together, folks. My campaign promise to all of you here on Next Question is going to be a good time the whole time, we hope. I have some big news to share with you on our season premiere featuring Kris Jenner, who's got some words of wisdom for me on being a good grandmother, or in her case, a good lovey. You know, you start thinking of what you want your grandmother name to be. Like, are they going to call me grandma like I called my grandmother? So I got to choose my name, which is now Lovey. I'll also be joined by Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, to name a few. So come on in and take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. I loved it. Your energy and joy. I'm squeezing every minute I can for you out of this season of Next Question. Last question, I promise. You have to go. I have to go. <laughs> but it's been so fun. And I can't wait for you to hear it. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. I'll get to the rest of this email in a second. Hang on, Michael just got here, and he's going to the grocery store for us. And you just took my credit card, Michael. Remember, the AC's out today. Can you get us something? Well, for one, we need more cream pies. We're almost completely out of oatmeal cream pies in there. And no, I'm not going to stop, Chris. Quit. We need more cream pies. Um, we need more sour. Or no, no, we don't need more Sour Patch Kids. We need uh, more cheese sticks. That's one. Two, we need something that will make us cooler if the air conditioning continues to stop working. So if they have a fan or like those cool... Yes, ice cream. Get the uh, get the the Twix ice cream bars. Have you guys ever had the? Tw- oh, Chris, trust me. Even if you're not a Twix man, the Twix ice cream bars are amazing. And Michael, look for it. I know they have these things. Probably not in the grocery store. They have like these towels, these cool towels that you can wet them and drape them over your over the back of your neck. They're glorious. They're glorious. I guess we should probably go back and do some more radio now. But thank thanks, Michael. I appreciate it. <laughs> back to the emails. Remember, it's an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. With the food plants and processing plants being taken down or destroyed, would that also not fall under the same intention of killing us off? We've brought this up several times. I'm not going to stop talking about it because it's weird. In 2021, I'm trying to find the exact number here. In 2021, there were 10 food processing plants that burned. Okay, so it's not a, not unheard of, but there were 10 that burned. In 2022, there have been 87. To date, it's uh, June. There have been 87. I don't, I don't know what's going on. Obviously, I'm thinking the exact same thing you're thinking. Is this China? Is this an effort from the World Economic Forum, which is probably China, to try to bring us to our knees? Is this American communists? It would not surprise me in the least to see this be an effort of the vile street communists in the Democratic Party. Look, you told me this was a CIA. I wouldn't be surprised. I don't know. I don't know that it's anything. Maybe it's nothing. I know people have a bunch of different theories on it. But when it goes from 10 in a year to 87 in six months... Something is wrong. Something is wrong. I, I, I don't, that's the thing. I don't want to come on here and spread some rumor as if I know what's going on or I know who's doing it. I don't know what's happening. I just know something's happening. What, Chris? Yeah, Chris. Yeah, it's the climate change. It's, def, it's definitely your SUV. That's what's doing it. I don't know what's doing it. I don't know. Anyway, the guy or the lady finishes it by saying, with the Navy having women on board, not a good thing. We were in the overhaul in 2014, and all the girls were running around getting knocked up and raped. The CEO and JAG would blame the girls, and it would be swept under the rug. Yeah, this is one of those things I say that makes people mad, and I don't care. I'm never going to stop saying them because it's true. Again, I don't care how offended you are. That couldn't possibly mean less to me. 
You can email me and tell me how offended you are. It doesn't matter. Jesse at jessikellyshow.com. Women should not be on Navy ships. Women should not be on deployed naval vessels. That is not anti-women. It's not anti-men. It's an acknowledgement of biology. There's a reason I'm sitting here in this private studio with Chris and Michael, and I'm not sitting in this private studio with Cinnamon and Tiffany. You know why? Because human nature is what it is. That's why. You can't take a bunch of 18, 19-year-old men and 18, 19-year-old women and throw them in a gigantic steel box out in the ocean and have anything other than disaster, romance, and drama, and, and horrible things. And there's nothing you can say to me that will make me change my mind. Well, shouldn't women have an equal shot at No! No, they shouldn't. Don't ever come at me with cries for equality. Equality is a myth. It doesn't exist. Women are not equal to men. Men are not equal to women. Individuals aren't equal to each other. No. What women bring to a naval vessel isn't close to being enough to justify what they take away from the unit cohesion. It's not an accident. The Navy, for the last 20, 30 years, is running into fishing boats, surrendering to the Iranian Navy. It's not an accident. It looks nothing like the Navy used to be. And as much as I love to make fun of the Navy, I'll be frank, and gosh, this hurts me to say it. As a country with two gigantic oceans, having a great Navy is probably the most important part of our military. And... Navies are really, really cool. I'll be frank. Having these huge ships with guns and missiles and torpedoes and depth charges and submarines. and Gosh, I hate myself for saying this. Forgive me, my Marine brothers. But the Navy is really, really cool. And it's really, really important. And what makes me mad is what I just said to you about the women being a disaster on the ship. What I just said to you will be privately acknowledged by a thousand different people. And not one, not a single Republican nationally will talk about it. We'll even bring it up. Yes, that includes whoever your favorite politician is. Not one of them will bring it up. We are watching the rot because of the integration of women into the Navy. It's happening in front of our eyes. Everyone can see it. Not a single Republican and definitely no Democrat will ever bring it up. Why? Why are, we, why are we such a scared country anymore? I have people, I have people saying, uh, they email in all the time, and, and I love it. I, by the way, I love your emails. You know, I read, I read as many of them as I can. I used to read them all. We get too many, but I read most of them now. Chris prints them off for me, and I read them. And we get so many people emailing in, and they'll say things like, thank you for being so bold. Wow, thanks for what you say. And, and I, don't get me wrong. I like that. I'm not making fun of you, but I'm not bold. It doesn't take being bold or brave to say things everyone knows it's true. We've allowed these people to take over the language so much. And we've allowed these people to intimidate people so much that even most of the right won't speak plainly to people. And they have to put qualifiers on everything. They have to put qualifiers. Everything has to have a qualifier on it. 
If you were to get anyone to try to say what I just said to you very plainly, here's what you'd get. Now, I, I'm not, not anti-women, and I should point out that I love my mom, and, and I love my wife, and, and I, think, I think women have done a lot of really great things. I just want to point that out before I have this opinion. I don't have to put qualifiers on squat. Get women off the naval ships. Having women on naval ships makes the Navy weaker. They shouldn't be there. It's bad for the women. It's bad for the men. It's bad for the military. It's bad for the United, United States of America. They go, if that's, if, they, yeah, that's if you even get them on the ship. Something that's very, very well known in the Navy. Again, you can't get any of these mealy-mouthed politicians to ever talk about it. But something that's very well known in the Navy is as soon as they're getting ready to deploy, because you know when you're going to get deployed, the women get knocked up. They don't want to go be on a ship for six months. Go find a way to get knocked up. You're going to hang out on the, our naval bases are beautiful. Navy, gosh, again, this hurts me to say naval bases are so cool and beautiful because they're always, you know, right by the water and really cool spots like Hawaii and California and whatnot. So you go get knocked up as a woman. You got that free government health care for you to help you have your baby. And you watch your unit sail off for six months while you sit back on base, base and coast. So we're actually putting out naval vessels that aren't even fully staffed because all the women get knocked up before they leave. And we can't even get a single national Republican to bring this up and attempt to reverse what everyone knows is a bad policy. If we can't get more bold than that, we're in deep trouble. All right, we are down to, oh my gosh, are we down to one segment, Chris? Dang it. I have a lot to get to. All right, we have a lot more to get, get to. Hang on. Miss something? There's a podcast. Get it on demand wherever podcasts are found. The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, and it's the final segment of the Jesse Kelly Show. Dang it. But the weekend is here. Or I guess... I guess maybe you're listening to this podcast the next day. Maybe you're already in the middle of your weekend. Maybe, maybe you're listening to the sultry sounds of my voice, Chris. Maybe you're in the pool. You know what I need to get? A pool with a, a pool raft with the, with the cup holders in it. The cup, uh, the, you know what I mean? And then, and then a big old speaker on the side, and I'm just going to get a butt heavy, and I'll listen to the Jesse Kelly show all day long. What's better than that? <laughs> All right, let's get to some more Ask Dr. Jesse questions before we get out of here. Hold on. I got to do something real quick first. Let it eat, Bar. Let it eat. Semper Fi Oracle, listening to your show tonight, this must have been last night, I acted immediately on your suggestion. I just placed a new order with my pillow. I can and will abandon my local Walmart and will let the local store manager person know why. Thank you for your news about Walmart and the suggestion, Oracle Jesse. Staff Sergeant, he didn't say I can use his name, so I'm not, but Staff Sergeant, USMC, Semper Fi, my brother. He said, yeah, the Jesse, the Jesse promo code was honored over the phone. Yeah, they, it, they honored the promo code over the phone. Look, remember, Walmart came out yesterday and declared war on you. Mike Lindell, standing up for election integrity so those scumbags can't cheat again, Mike Lindell won't back off. Walmart, a place I love dearly, decided to kick Mike Lindell out. Okay, Walmart. Well, now it's on. Now I won't be back in, and I want you to go th- say thank you to Mike Lindell. I want you to buy. Uh, look, they have obviously. You know about the 
the mattress toppers. I, I need to stress this. You really need to try those mattress toppers. But anyway, the slippers, I've told you endlessly about the wife and those daggone pajamas she never takes off. They're amazing. But the my slippers right now are $90 off. 90 bucks off, great Father's Day gift, and a great way to tell Mike Lindell you appreciate what he does. Go to MyPillow.com, use the promo code JESSE, and like I said last night, if you, if you want to, obviously do whatever you want, send a little note if you're able to, to thank him. It means a lot when someone in the corporate world is willing to take it on the chin right now, and he is very much so and has been for a couple of years. MyPillow.com, promo code JESSE gets you 90 bucks off some my slippers, huh? Or you can call, again, if you call, like, I, like he said, they'll honor it, 800-845-0544, 800-845-0544. It's just more emails. And now, here's a headline. By the, go, you know the, you know the thing. Emails. We didn't get to. <laughs> I have many friends who are the, quote, I don't follow politics type. It took a bad car crash in Obamacare laws preventing me from getting help to wake me up and pay attention. I think they try to make everything as, confu- as confusing as possible so average people say, just say forget it. Trump definitely helped people understand some of what's going on and how things work. How do we get friends to realize that people we elect make your everyday life better or worse? And of course, <laughs> it's worth paying attention to. Hope you kept some of the redneck diamonds from your window getting smashed and your new Maserati. I don't have a Maserati and I definitely don't have any daggone diamonds, okay? But how do we get friends to wake up? This is always the question, isn't it? Because that's all we need. We, we talked about this on the show before. Your neighbor across the street who you hang out with, he believes what you believe. He has your values. He has your same thoughts about taxes and spending and the border and family. And and he has these same thoughts. And yet, he doesn't want to get involved. He wants to be left alone. Ah, politics. No, it's just politics. Oh, they're all corrupt. You get things like that. Well, look. How we wake that person up? No one knows your friend like you do. But I will say... When you're paying $5, $6 a gallon for gas, if you're not walking up or if you're not walking away from the pump after spending over $100 to fill up your tank and you're not walking away angry and looking for reasons why you just had to pay $100 to fill up the tank, you're beyond help. You're beyond help. And for, uh, honestly, if you're if you're that disconnected, then you You don't matter. And I don't mean you don't matter as a person. That's not what I'm saying. Politically, you don't matter and you'll never matter. If watching these people destroy your quality of life doesn't motivate you to dig in a little bit more and get educated about why this is happening and why that's happening, especially especially when there's all these different avenues for it. Um, Are you paying for this show? Unless you're watching me on the simulcast, those are the only people who are paying for the show. Remember, you can watch me do the show at thefirsttv.com slash jesse and watch me do three hours. But if you're not, has this show ever cost you a dime? No, it hasn't. Nor will it. There's free information 
loads and loads and loads of free information available to you. I mean, forget about this show. That sounds a little selfish. Just go to podcasts. Go to wherever you download your podcast if you download podcasts and scroll through the options. They're endless and they're virtually all free. There's a world of information available at your fingertips. What's that? Uh, PragerU. PragerU. They do these incredible videos at PragerU about, and no, they're not a sponsor or something like that. I just love them. I've always thought they were good things to send to friends and family. PragerU has all these great videos on virtually every subject you can imagine. On every, where they break things down, lots of them are very short, too, very short, concise, visual. They explain things in a way that even idiots like me can understand. PragerU, um, unless I'm mistaken, it's free, isn't it, fellas? Is PragerU free, Michael? Okay, Michael says, yeah, he watched a bunch on YouTube. Sorry if I just directed you to something that's not free, but uh, the, one, I, the ones I've watched, I've never been charged a dime for it. Maybe they have some that are behind a paywall. Yeah, maybe there's a premium thing, but what I'm saying is it, when, you're, when you're suffering from a 20% decrease in your standard of living, and that's where we're at right now. That's not even next week or next month or whatever. When you have a 20% decrease in your standard of living because of prices and all these other different things, and that doesn't motivate you to find out why, you're beyond help especially when there's a world of free information at your fingertips. We've talked about this before on the show, and I'm sorry to extend this out, but it's an important conversation to have. We talked about it before, about triaging your friends. Triaging your friends. Some of your friends, you can't save them. Now, some you can, and that's a cold-hearted process, but you're going to have to start analyzing the people in your life and figuring out who you can save and who's beyond help. If it just costs you $150 today to pick up your to or to fill up your pickup truck and you didn't go get home with the vein bulging out of your forehead angry at that and wanting to figure out why that's the case, you're beyond help. Now, if you're angry and you don't know where to look, that's where you come in. Hey, got an idea. Got to go watch this, go do this, go do that. Give them ideas. But if you're not angry enough to take action now, you never will be. All right. You keep your chin up this weekend. There's a bunch of heavy news out there. Don't get too down. Spend some time with friends, family. Call your mom. Call your kids. Keep your chin up. You're not alone, all right? That's all. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.